0: Thank you for choosing the Authentic Wellness Podcast. I appreciate your time and attention. I invite you to listen with an open mind and a softened heart. No one has the same lived experience. Listening is the first step in our journey to understanding. So let's go. Welcome to another episode of the Authentic Wellness Podcast. I am your host, Sophia Antoine. And if you're a regular listener, this title may have thrown you off. But as I shared a few episodes ago, I have started my adventure into birth work, and I am excited to present my first bonus episode of the Authentic Wellness Podcast with this one about birth plans. It's a real basic introduction to birth plans if you've never heard of them before, or if you want to figure out how you can go ahead and get started with making your own. So Thank you for joining me. Even if you're not a regular listener, you are welcome to become one. Go ahead and subscribe wherever you manage to have found the link to this video. This isn't a video. This is audio. But one day I may post a video. You'll see me in my PJs and my headscarf looking all comfy because that's what we do around here. We live authentically. So back to birth plan basics. I'm going to start with the five W's. We learned that back in school when we were writing about almost anything, the who, what, when, where, and why's of birth plans. So first, who needs a birth plan? Let's backtrack. How about I tell you what a birth plan actually is first, right? A birth plan is a document that you create along with your provider, whether you're seeing an OB or a midwife or you yourself, if you're planning a home birth, um it's needed because your birth team, you're gonna give copies of this to your, your partner, your doula, which may be me, your birth, um, your birth coach, whoever's gonna be with you while you are giving birth to your baby, they need a copy. Okay, keep one in your bag, but we'll get get to all that. But it's a document telling what you want to happen ideally barring any types of extenuating circumstances and you know how you would like things to go after you actually give birth to your baby and things like that so it sounds simple and it kind of is but yet it's not so let's get into those five w's before I go off on a tangent go down a rabbit hole and you'll never be able to find me again so first who needs a birth plan That's anyone who is pregnant or intends to become pregnant. No, it's not weird if you're just intending to become pregnant one day because you need to know about these things. You need to get a head start because there's never um, too much preparation, especially with something as meaningful and as intimate as giving birth, right? What? It's never too late or too early to find out or start choosing what interventions or medications that you want implemented during your birth or the ones you want to avoid. That's what a birth plan does. It really tells about the things that you want to happen or you don't want to happen during your birth. When do you start? ASAP, as soon as possible. When you decide to start trying or find out that you are pregnant, start jotting down things that you have heard your provider talk about things you've heard on television things you've seen on social media just make notes because that's all going to be part of your birth plan where where do you keep copies everywhere your doula should have one your practitioner your partner you keep one in your birth bag You give one to your provider. You keep an electronic version on your phone. Give one to your parents. Give one to your cousin. Give one to your auntie. Just make sure there are multiple copies available in case you don't have yours. Somebody on your birth team should always have a copy of the latest version of your birth plan. Why? Because we like you. Nah, but for real. Because it's your birth. That's why. It is Absolutely, positively, totally your birth. The birth belongs to the two Bs, your body and your baby. So why not call the shots, right? As much as humanly possible, why not call the shots? But I'm not a controlling person, Sophia. You don't have to be. But it's good to have some semblance of control in an environment where you may not. So it's good to have this written document in place, showing that you are the one that have made all of the decisions or the majority of decisions in this situation. This moment belongs to your family, however that looks for you. So whatever your family looks like, it belongs to you and you should be able to um, have a say in it. You You should have the people there that you want to be there. You should be able to exclude the people who really don't need to be there. So As long as it's safe for you to do so, most definitely you should call the shots, okay? So that's our five W's, right? It's important to note though, that a birth plan doesn't take the responsibility off of you. Once you give it to your birth team, whoever they may be, it doesn't take the responsibility off of you. It actually increases your responsibility. The onus is on you when it comes to this birth plan. Because you have to employ the three P's, okay? Pick the items that you'd like in your plan. You've been taking notes. You've been watching all types of different birth videos and going to all these classes. So you need to make sure that you prepare your body for what you want in your birth plan. So you've picked the items. You're going to prepare your body. And it's up to you to provide copies to everyone involved. So you are at the center of this. The responsibility is yours. The birth plan is a living document. It should progress with your pregnancy. Now, if you don't make one until late in your pregnancy, that's okay too, simply because you are, you've been there. You're, besides the baby, you're like the main participant in this. So you know everything that has happened. So you can check off what you like and you don't like. So as you attend appointments, you do your research and meet more providers or tour your hospital or your birth center or wherever you plan to give birth, you should be able to add and subtract from your birth plan the things that you want to employ, okay? So just to make sure, here are a few items you should address in your birth plan, and the final version should be done somewhere around week 36 of your pregnancy and just make sure that if you make any last minute additions or subtractions that you get out a new version or let people know that there's a new version available in the cloud to download or however you disseminate your information. But first, let me tell you a story about my birth plan. I made my first birth plan with my um, last pregnancy was um, around 2001. And I was watching TLC all the time. And that's when TLC was actually the learning channel where you learn stuff. And it wasn't all these reality shows, so to speak, even though, you know, a a baby story and birth stories, those shows came on and it was still kind of sort of reality TV, but they showed the women birthing in hospitals and things that they did. So I was obsessed. Like I watched it all day, every day, the marathons. You know, so it was binge watching before binge watching was a thing. So I learned what I wanted and what I didn't want to happen and all these things. Learned all of it. I got a new computer, a Dell computer with a printer and um, all these different things. Color ink, because color ink was a big thing and color ink was expensive. So everything I wanted in my birth plan, I I made a binder, child, a whole binder, For every single thing telling how I want it laid out in my birth plan. It was pristine. When I told you, when I tell you I made a beautiful document, I made a beautiful document. Listen, I'm not gonna tell you that I only had enough ink for one, enough color ink rather for one. It was bound and it was beautiful. Listen. But how about nobody read it? Not even me. Because it was too long, too intricate, too detailed. And me being in labor, who's going to look at that thing and just like flip pages? No. So learn from me. Your birth plan should be one page. One page and one page only. If you have to go over onto the back, go ahead. But be sure that everything you want fits on one page. So ain't nobody reading. Let's go back to that. One page. So learn from me, make your birth plan short and sweet and just detail as much as you can on those, in that one page. So we'll start there, just one page, okay? So in your birth plan, note who should be there and who shouldn't. It's important to make sure everyone knows their roles in your birth. Likewise, make sure people who are supposed to sit at home and prepare for your homecoming, do that too, because that's an important role. So give everybody roles and don't make any seem more or less important than the other because all of it comes together in your birth. So it's okay if they are the person that are supposed to cook your meals or there's the person that's supposed to make sure a meal train has been set up or anything like that, because really that's important too. Your birthing location, make sure your birthing location is going to be in your birth plan. Do you plan to go to a birth center? Do you want to birth at home? What's your backup hospital, your actual facility? Should things not go as planned? Should things not be ideal? Do you have a backup facility? Please make sure you select a backup facility. Nine times out of 10, don't quote me on those numbers. Things go well because your body knows what it's doing. Things will go well. But if you're not progressing or if you go really long or if there's some sort of concern for your health or the baby's health, you want to select a backup facility. Just in case, because you can't be too careful, right? Next, your pain management. Definitely detail what type of pain management you want. This is where having a doula comes into play. What type of comfort measures do you like? What do you not like? Do you want an epidural as soon as you're eligible for one? Do you want your head scratched, your back rubbed? Do you want to eat ice chips? Do you want to eat food up until the point where you have to push? You need all of that in your birth plan. And note whether your facility, your birth center, or, well, if you're at home, you can basically do whatever you want. but If you're going outside of your home to give birth, get the rules and regulations of those places. Do you want to labor like on your feet? Do you want to deliver standing? Because some people do that. You need to take that into consideration. What about your your tools? Do you want a a birth ball? Do you want a peanut ball? Do you want a birth sitting on a a cub? Um, That's one of the little inflatable birth stools. So do you want to do all of that? You have to take all of that into consideration. And I know this is a lot coming at you. Please don't hesitate to take notes. All of this information is in the show notes. You're welcome to just get a copy of that or you know, listen to this as many times as you need to. And it's also important to note whether you want limited cervical checks where they come in, glove up and go up your hoo-ha and check how much you're dilated. Is that really necessary? Do you want that, all that disturbance? Or do you want something a little less invasive? You need to speak with your provider, your midwife, your OB, and find out what's possible during your birth. So your wishes after. So the baby's out, yay, baby's here. And you're experiencing the elation that comes with that. So do you want delayed cord clamping? Have you researched the benefits of that? Do you want maybe the, the baby to sit with you skin to skin for a few hours before they take the baby away to wash wash him or her or wipe off all of the, the afterbirth, the lanugo and everything that's on the baby. So do you want your baby rooming in with you if you choose a hospital? Do you want exclusive breastfeeding, not to give a bottle? Do you want administration of the antibiotic, eye ointment, the vitamin K? Do you want the baby to have the heel sticks? All of these things you have to think about for your baby now. So somebody, that's why it's important to have your partner, your doula, somebody else besides yourself that's able to say, if you're not able to do so, say you're tired, but you see them about ready to the cord or that person sees them about ready to cut the cord you can say hey 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 in this birth plan Sophia said she doesn't want the cord cut right away so please don't do that you need someone to be there for you note also your postpartum care would you like to save your placenta because a lot of people are doing that and having them encapsulated into pill form and you can take that I hear it's really good for the postpartum depression? Do you want to keep company away from the house for a while until your new family gets adjusted, even if it's just you and the baby or you and your your partner and the baby? Do you want just a time of bonding? Maybe you want a week of learning how to be this new family, learning how to settle into care, getting up and getting adjusted to feeding, things like that. Those are respectable wishes. Do you want cloth diapers? Or do you want store-bought diapers? You don't know these things. You have to you have to go ahead and assert yourself, assert your wishes in this birth plan so people will know. That's why you want to get on top of it. A-S-A-P, like we said in the five W's. It's important because this is, if it's your first, a very intimate experience and you want it to be the best experience it possibly can be as it can be for you. You want it to be as ideal as possible. Will it be perfect? No. Will you probably not do some things or include some other things? Possibly. Because we're human, we change our minds and it's okay. But you want to have choice. You want to consent to things. And it's okay if people know. Actually, I insist that people know up front what your wishes are. So nobody's blindsided. That way your boundaries are already up and they will abide by them. And if they can't, then you know, this is not something that you can be a part of right now. And when you're able to adhere to these boundaries, then yes, we can talk about you visiting. But for the first week or first two weeks or first month, I don't want a lot of different people coming into my home, you know, around my baby. This baby is new to this world, it's getting acclimated. And I don't want not to say that you're contaminated, but you kinda are, okay? You kinda are. So let my baby get used to me, let him or her build up some immunity and then we'll talk about visits and that's okay. So just know that you should also, with imposing boundaries, be a little flexible because everybody just wants to help. Everybody wants to give love to the new baby. Everybody wants to just be a part of this great experience. So give people their roles, like we said earlier, and things should work out fine. So this is just a sliver of the decisions you'll have to consider when preparing for labor and birth and when just bringing your new family together. That's why it's important to start early and do your research. Assemble a birth team that supports your wishes and will advocate for you. Advocacy is such a touchy subject, but I think it's absolutely necessary. So that is even why I kind of started to certify with one organization and they were like, no, you're not there to advocate. When I feel as a Black woman, a Black doula, that it's absolutely necessary to advocate for everybody who is in such a vulnerable position with their genitalia out, and they are in so much pain that they possibly cannot advocate for themselves. So many women have died in pregnancy, in childbirth, and in a postpartum state that it's absolutely necessary to advocate for others who are giving birth. So advocacy, like I said, is an episode for another time, but just know that I believe in it and I want you to have an ideal experience. And I wholeheartedly believe it starts with the birth plan. All right. Thank you for listening to this bonus episode of the Authentic Wellness Podcast. Again, I am your host, Sophia Antoine. I hope you will like, share, and subscribe. And I will see you again soon. Take care.